Hey y'all! Hey! It's The Link Up! Yeah! Raina, Jasmine, and Lauren, it's The Link Up, the podcast created for the melanated millennials maneuvering our way through life. Yes! And we're back! <laughs> we're in LA! <laughs> yes! Y'all, how was y'all's flights? Girl, I can't. Mine was too early. Like, seriously, yeah. I have to stop with the early flights. No, Every time I wake up for an early flight, I contemplate for about 30 minutes. Do I want to go? Do I, do I still really want to go? Do I need yeah. to be on this flight? It yeah. can be to the most beautiful place. I'm still, if my flight is no. early, before 9, I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to go. I'm not feeling Cancel it. my reservation. <laughs> like, okay. it's I, I feel you. Like, I seriously... I fly all the time, and unfortunately, mm -hmm. I hate flying now. There's no other way <laughs> yes, I can get yes. to where I gotta go, so I'm right. gonna have to keep flying. Exactly. Maybe train But, this. oh, that takes too long. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna put trains in the back burner. <laughs> but seriously, while I was like doing the whole flight process this time, I was like, all right, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. Mm -hmm. I'm about to tell y'all. Number one pet peeve when flying you're in row 15, the plane lands. Everybody gets know. up. Yeah. Why? 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 Where are y'all going? going? If you are listening or watching this, don't be that person. If, Where are you if going? If you are that person, we have one question. Where are you going? Where are you going? The door isn't even open. Where? So eggs. Y'all, so the pilot egg. got on the intercom and was like, could you please have a seat? We are not opening the door. We are waiting on a gate agent. Sit down. <laughs> that bad. Where are y'all going? So that's number one. Yeah. Pet peeve number two. When there is like a woman or an elderly person trying to put up their bag or take down their bag and there's just like a man or somebody just sitting right there looking at them. Okay. Looking. Yeah. Struggling. Yeah. Help okay. that person. Or trying to avoid eye, eye contact because they like, don't want to help. Yeah. You know who sees you? God. God sees you. And God rude. thinks that's ugly. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he sees you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Hate it. The third thing that really kills me is prior to getting on the plane, the stewardess is telling you guys, um, we're asking for people to check their bags for free because there's limited space in the bins. Mm -hmm. But you're holding on to that bag. Absolutely. You decide, I'm not going to do it. So you're in row 10, but you decide to go all the way back to row 20 to put your bag and then try to make it back to row 10. Right. I'm mad at you because I'm trying to get to row 15 and you're in the middle blocking me. Yes. And Stop I'm really traffic. stopping all the traffic. Yeah. Can't really... lie though, I'm guilty of that. Well, well I've done that. of course. Of course. But I really think who does it the most are the skip lag customers. Like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with skip lag, but it's a service that basically, if you were, like, finds like the best route, like the cheapest for you. So if you're going from New Orleans to LA, skip lag will look at all the flights and say, okay, I found a flight that's going New Orleans to Seattle, mm -hmm. but it stops in LA. So you can get off in LA, but the cheaper oh. flight was to buy from New Orleans to Seattle. Yeah. You cannot check a bag because your bag will end up in Seattle when you need it in LA. Right. Yikes. Every time I see someone holding on to their bag, I think you bought a skip lag yeah. ticket. It has to be because it just doesn't make any sense. Why are you holding on to? You're holding Why? on to it so tight. Why? No, I do the same thing. I if if I'm bringing a carry on, it's because I don't want to have to go deal with baggage check and baggage claims when I get to whatever city. So. I am the passenger that's like, mm-mm. I don't care how much you're offering, mm-mm. But it's like they've already told us they don't have enough room on the flight. You know you are in the last group to get on. Yes. So you know your luggage is likely not good. That is me. Just let it go. That's you. Let it go. 100%. I'm like, mm-mm. I can be in row 55. 
boarding group Z. I am not giving up my carry-on bag. Okay, I'm like, you're that person. I've also tried to like rush past I can't the stand agent you. so that they I won't tell me, like, Mammy needs to check your bag. bag. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. This is about you, Jess. <laughs> this is really about this you, is me. Okay. Me is this. Do better. No. <laughs> I don't want to check a bag if I'm carrying it on, guys. I don't have time to go to baggage claims and all of that. No. <laughs> Get into your yes. favorite part of the podcast. Yes, so, guys. Now it is time for my favorite part of the podcast, and that is our BBWA moment. Our being black and white America moment. And conveniently, I have it this time. A little story about my braids. <laughs> as you can see, now, as we see, yeah. as we see <laughs> 45 inch her blonde braids. She has gotten braids yet okay. again, yet again, okay? <laughs> but um, we're winding a little bit to when I got my black braids, okay? They were not blonde, nope. And I was at work and I was in the elevator. And I was in the elevator with one of my white counterpart partners, female at that, and she said, with that hairstyle it must be so fun for you like you get to change up your hair and fun for you do anything you want with your hair so I'm just like in the corner like it's fine <laughs> how do you decide how do you decide what's next Jasmine sometimes you have straight long braids now mind you guys contrary to what has been um, said on the podcast I really don't have these extreme hairstyles either it's in, the, in a bob either it's longer or braids so it's just like, how do you decide? I just don't know. So I'm like, you know, based on what I have going on, I'm trying to still be professional and like give her this answer without being rude. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but then it goes a little, a little too far, okay? So as we wrap up that conversation, she says, do you mind if I touch it? It, number one. And so honestly, guys, before, <laughs> before I even had a chance. Are you a pet? Answer, well, before I even had a, an opportunity to answer or respond or say no, you know, that's not appropriate. My girl was lunging across the elevator. No. But this is what happened. No. And when you said pet, that's exactly what I felt like because she didn't touch it and was just like, okay, you know, in a humanly way. She literally like took two fingers. Anybody been to the zoo or the aquarium lately where they tell you to take two fingers? Oh, to pet the little, like, stingrays and stuff. She took two fingers and she said... <laughs> okay. I okay. was like... Oh, okay, ma'am, move around, please. What, is, what was Stop. that? Like, it took everything in me for me not to just, like... Like, I was so... I felt so violated. Like, you know my how face they have was fighting so, words? Those are fighting actions. Those are fighting actions. Like, <laughs> you, you cannot come up to me and act like I'm a monkey or a dog. Like, this doesn't work, guys. It, it, it doesn't I'm work. I'm just confused. It, it doesn't what work. she was trying to feel with her two fingers. It doesn't work. It was just, I literally felt like an animal. I've never felt like that in my life. Oof. I, I Oof. was so offended. And it was like, oh, you know, there's that whole thought process. Like, how do I move about this? Like, what should be my next step? And all these things. And so, that it within itself like launched a whole other layer and dynamics to this whole experience. You know what I'm saying? So moral of the story, do not touch. We're not animals. No. We're not pets. Don't even ask to touch our hair. Like why? I don't know how many times we it's have to say it. <laughs> it's been said time and time and again. It's and it's always, it's always wrong. It's always wrong. Always. Literally. I don't understand always. it. So 
Yeah, guys, that was my BBWA moment. Another day. My braids. Being black in white America. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs>
what advice could you offer to those people that have these big dreams, but right. depending on circum the circumstances that they're in right now, the environment that they're in, it just seems so far-fetched. Right, right. Well, you, as, as you hear in the atmosphere, it, the surrounding, you hear the city is still moving. And at the end of the day, if you're expecting to get anywhere, you got to move too. Right. And so for me, it's just been about a mindset of consistency and excellence. My mom has always kind of been about don't step into a ring unless you're coming to bring something for the win, you know. And so uh, that's just kind of been my philosophy. Uh, It's a mandate of uh, persistence, a mandate of only coming to the table with what is your best. Right. And um, and that's what I offer everybody. You can have what I have and then some. Yeah. You may not have exactly how I have it because I'm major and you're you, but at the end of the day you can you can you can be on stages, you can be behind, you know, the camera, you can be in front of the camera, you can you can be the one that people are cheering for if you put in the work. Um, I think uh, excellence welcomes and attracts audience. You know, um, when you do it well and consistently, the audience will come. Yeah, Y'all know what, it's, what it is. You know, yeah. you know that more clients come when they see that you've operated in excellence before. Right, for sure. Yeah. For, sure. Yeah. for sure, for sure. So in that same vein, growing up, it was my dream to become a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And so, you know, you get that question, what do you want to be when you, when you grow up? And so I was almost trained to just say a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that guided everything that I did, all of the jobs that I took, internships, what I majored in, et cetera. And so here I am. I go to law school. Yeah. Do it. Get all this experience. And now a few years out, a little bit in debt. <laughs> um, Yo. Just a little bit. Come on, can really Sally May just <laughs> chill for Relax. a minute? Sally. Nabby it. Whoa, right? Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Okay, as a result of my dream to become a lawyer. And so now I'm standing in this season where I'm like, do I really want to be a lawyer? Hmm. Right? And so trying to navigate what my dream looks like in this season for me. Right. And Quite frankly, it has changed. Yeah. You know, it has definitely changed. And so for you, what was your dream major and has it changed over the years? I told my mama at three that I wanted to be an international superstar. Imagine a three year old putting (laughs) the words, putting those words together. International. International. Imagine a three year old putting those words together and 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 a pastor. Um, uh, I'm not a pastor, but some would say, as uh, Yahoo Music called me, the hope dealer. Come had it, I had to tat on it on my, on my arm, All you know, right. hope pumping in my vein. Right <laughs> um, uh, um, you know, I, I would say that the, you know, the stage is kind of my pulpit. Mm-hmm. And with every song and every lyric, I'm, I'm here to testify, you know, about the goodness of life the goodness of treasure. I, I saw this thing. I have a song called My Future. Okay. And um, it says, uh, I see my future and I don't think it's telling me wrong. You're in my future. So just you wait because I'm coming home. It said, and, and basically it's just speaking to, yo, you got to speak those things that be not yet 
yeah. as though they already are. Yes. And so for yeah. me, I have like you did. I have like kind of attached in and persisted with the things that support that which I saw, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I think dreams have a way of curating uh, um, uh, a spirit of hope. You know, it, it curates a, a energy and a flow of hope that keeps you lifted for the next assignment yeah. that will that will lead you to the full manifestation of that thing. Yeah. And so um, for me, I've always kind of, you know, I've always kind of been hopeful, you know, in this space. And, you know, it hasn't always been easy. You know, there's obstacles that will kind of, you know, be thrown at you. Have you thinking that, you know. Maybe this ain't what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, maybe maybe I was dreaming left of what God had planned for me. But I do think that dreams are a it's a it's a I don't think dreams are the fullness of what destiny has for you. But I think they're elements of what destiny has for you. And when you pursue that, you then realize, oh, there's more. Yeah. yeah, and you're now yeah. in your more transition yeah. where you're like, oh, there's more to this thing. For sure, right. for yeah. sure. Yeah. And let me put a pin on the hope. Yeah. Right. Recently, Pastor Michael Todd said many people. Love that dude. <laughs> many people hope that it will happen. Yeah. But they don't actually believe that it it will happen. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this difference between hope and belief. Mm-hmm. A lot of people hope that they will become successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you really believe right. that that dream that right. will come true? Right. 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 It's that that hope backed by the faith you know um i can be hopeful all day but if there's no work if there's no effort if there's that's it the work piece come on you know you know and and so i um i encourage hope because i believe that's the prerequisite to the work yeah and hope is the it's the conditioning it gets you in a manner and a, a um an energy that that will allow the work not to seem so heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? And how do you maintain and hold on to that hope? Because let's be honest, like dreams can have an ugly side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a lot of rejection. Yeah. A lot of doors are closing in your face when you're trying to strive and get to your dream. Right. How do you maintain that hope and that perseverance to keep going? I remember where I was. I remember um, this time last year, I wasn't, you know, like as booked as I am now. That's what we say. You know, we book, you know, <laughs> um, this busy. time, five, <laughs> booked and busy. You know, this time last, this time five years ago, I wasn't like I was hoping to be in the seat where people wanted to interview me. But I was serving other people's, you know, vision and their dreams. I learned um I learned that you serve in the capacity you ultimately want to conquer. So I humbled myself in a space where I was like, okay, we taking notes for all of this because eventually I'm going to be doing this and I'm either going to do that, more of that, or I ain't touching that because I see what that brings. But I, 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 I think seeing the progress that I've made and seeing that my last faith exploit proved to work it keeps me in a space of yo if I just lock in on my faith lock in on my focus lock in on my diligence yeah I I have all reason to be hopeful and and 
expectant that it will be. You know, it's proven itself before over and over again. My faith just does that. This this God thing, this God center does that. Yeah. Yes. Y'all know him. Y'all, right. you, you, right. know, you know what it is. Yeah. Him, her, you know, you know God. You know, you know the force that yes. is. Yeah, and yeah. speaking on that and being able to hold on to your faith and maintain peace yeah. in a lot of chaos. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's Woo. something that a lot of people struggle with. I know I struggle with it. Mm-hmm. And if you could offer people some advice on how you have been able to maintain your peace, you're a very positive person. Mm. Yeah. How have you been able to do that through all the obstacles that you've endured? Um, daily devotionals mm. every morning. Like God is really like my best friend. The Holy Spirit is like my best friend. That's my homie. And, and, and with all respect to say the word homie, like I, I mean like, that's my friend. And I have conversation with Holy Spirit like, yo, where, where, where you lead me today? Awaken my channels to, to know and to feel where I am to be rightly placed and rightly led. I want to be there. I want to be where you are because I know there's treasure there. Um, uh, I have to be transparent to be honest, I just want to be honest. Uh, the Grammy-nominated honest. That Grammy-nominated honest. Uh, I just want to be honest. Uh, yo, uh, I, I literally just came out of a space of wrestling with finding my peace center again. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so I, uh, you know, while I am positive often because um, hope is easy flowing from me. I'm always giving hope, but I realize the hope I give is the hope I got to live. And so for me, um, I had to take my mind off of the pressure of destination first, Mm -hmm. you know, and understand the beauty of the right now, the beauty of right now journey. Where are my feet right now? My, my, um, my girlfriend, um, was, uh, recently telling me she was like, um, so we were talking about the space of gratitude. Woo! Yeah, so it's deep. Good. Yo, yeah. one time for gratitude, yo. Oh my God. Can we just take a moment for gratitude? Let's yeah. give gratitude one deep breath one in. One second. Come on. <sighs> gratitude yeah. has a way of reminding you of how blessed and equipped. And kept you really are. Right, yeah. The in ultimate all of state this. of receivership. Absolutely. Say yeah. that again. Gratitude is the ultimate state of receivership. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes. it. That's it. And it and it and and it's attractive to new things because think about it. How many times did our parents did our parents reward a thankful spirit? Like, yeah. mm. oh, you like this? Oh, you you appreciate that? You get another. You get another. And so so that's what has helped me get back to the space of peace is that gratitude, that that being being good with what has been and has has come to be. Um, And and my pastor, Pastor Torrey Roberts, yesterday, he said, we don't progress to peace. We peace to progress, Mm -hmm. you know. 
Get get out of the way of thinking that you, if it looks like this, that's where you'll find peace. Yeah. yeah. Get yeah. back to right. yeah. embracing peace and allowing the rest of life to move from that, right. that For space. Sure. For sure. And it's, it's healthier. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's so real. Gratefulness activates the miracle, right? That's when Jesus it. spent yeah. the 5000 before he did oh, that, what did oh, he do? Come on. He gave thanks. <laughs> he gave thanks for the few loaves, Major. Yo. He gave thanks. Yeah. So little is much. When That's the right. posture is gratefulness. Yes. So. Woo! Y'all on it. Yo, yo. That's no, it. But seriously, it was being grateful. Mm -hmm. being grateful. Little is much when the posture is gratefulness. Yeah. Okay. Are y'all, come on. <laughs> come on. Who am I talking? Yo, come on. Yo. Where are you guys at? Ladies, y'all are on it. Y'all are on it. If. That is the most valuable conversation, the most valuable wisdom to give to, to anyone. Yeah. Stay grateful. Right. Stay grateful. I understand that life is hard mm -hmm. at times. I understand that life will stretch you when you, you feel you can't be stretched anymore. Yeah. Yes. But that gratitude, go back to the space of just being thankful. Yeah. For the what you have, and I promise more is what you will soon have. So good. Yo. 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 Yeah, yeah. Because you have to think about that. Let me be grateful. Sometimes sure. you're just always thinking like, oh, why don't I have that yet? Right. And you yes. just get honed in into that space, and that space can be very negative for your Absolutely. Yeah, I tweeted, Absolutely. I tweeted this um, and then posted it on IG where I was saying, I said, it's 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 okay to be grateful and still be hopeful. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's the thing. I think certain constructs have taught us to be like gratitude is like. I mean, you you, you be yeah. great, be happy with what yeah. you got, and it's like no no no. I'm happy. Yeah. I, as millennials, you know, we have we have. We have this gratitude, but we have this ambition yes. to, ne to not just settle there. Right. Contentment is yeah. not just settling. Yeah, no. it's, it's a seat yeah. of gratitude, sure. but understanding that the more is the heart of God. Because yeah. yeah. God's like, yo, I got all this. I don't want to get to heaven and he'd be like, so all these unopened boxes were the things you didn't tap into because you thought. Yeah. That more wasn't available to you, right. or that ha reaching for all of this stuff wasn't. Sure. I'm God of all things. Yeah. Yes. If on. you think I don't delight in giving you bigger and better, you crazy. crazy. You're no crazy. one open boxes. You are no one open boxes. No box. I just want to be honest. I just want to be honest. honest. <laughs> That's what Robert Malou said. Yeah. He said, my, one of my biggest fears in life is when I get to heaven, mm. when God plays on the screen all the things that I did do, but on the screen next to it, all the things that he had for me to do, but because of lack of faith yeah. and fear, right. I wasn't able that part. to to even reach all the things that he had. Right. So, right. man, that we can't we can't live like that. Yo, Anxiety we can't. Out we of can't. Anxiety. Be anxious for what? Nothing. Yeah. So this was this. I offer this too. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, and this was something PT talked about. Um, oftentimes, we put praise and meditation on the problem unknowingly when you think about something that is meditation when you speak about something that is praise so if we're thinking about problem only 
if we're speaking about problem only, we're praising and meditating a thing that actually is taking up room for the problem solver. So if we meditate on the problem solver, Mm -hmm. if we speak about the problem solver, we allow ourselves to have only what the problem solver gives. But if we focus on problem and praise and meditate problem, that's all we're we're bringing. That's all we're bringing. And so that's what that gratitude does. It empties out, it cleans out the space and it says, mm-hmm. oh, we yes. just going to delight in yes. the, the what is, the good. <laughs> yes. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, this, this is good. good. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is good. Mm-hmm. Well, on every single episode, we always do a shine sis moment. A shine sis moment basically gives praise, thanks, gratitude to a woman that is doing it for whatever topic that we are discussing. So we want to invite you to do the shine sis moment. Mm -hmm. So who, what queen do you want to give this moment to that has impacted your life in a way that has helped you achieve your dreams in the craziest, greatest way possible? Mm -hmm. It's got to be a uh, uh, triune. Okay. So firstly, my mama. Uh, hey, mama. A Come warrior, <laughs> you know, in the past four years, she lost her soulmate, my stepdad, who was my hero. Um, her mom, my grandmother, um, the next year, nearly the same time. And then the year after her best friend. And she's still going. A mother of 10. Um, a heart for everyone. And now she's in a space where she's finally realizing that she matters just as much as the people she pours into. So shine, shine bright, sis. Shine bright, shine bright, mama. Mi madre, shine bright. To my sister, Alethea, who has taken on um, my nieces and nephews that, you know, need to be um, covered the right way. Who's now, this is her first year as a middle school teacher. Um, she's pursuing a, a, a career in law, but but on the way too, she's still making room for other people. Shine. Shine, Shine sis. Amazing. And then lastly, yeah. to you three queens. Oh, thank you. This is an endeavor that's absolutely necessary. All the time, all the blood, the sweat, the tears, and the fears. It was all worth it. Shine your light. And shine bright, sis. Shine bright. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Major, you've been phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I just, oh, I can't wait. I know our listeners are going to love this. Mm -hmm. So in these last 20 seconds, what would you say to someone that's struggling with keeping, you know, their dreams alive? Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you would like to close with? Every single person God created, was created as an answer to a specific need in the earth. You're necessary. You're necessary. Stay in this thing. Breathe. That's evidence that you're necessary. Thank you so so much. Thank you so much. That was lit. That was lit. (laughs) 